Oh, so Matt, I've uh, I've been really enjoying your content lately. Your coverage of Hello Kitty Island Adventure is fantastic. It, it's been it's been a pleasant surprise. Yeah, uh, I, who would have thought we would we would be here right now? Hello Kitty Island Adventure. Who would have thought your guides on um, leveling up your friends? That was a good mm -hmm. one. I checked that it's one out. It's a really advanced system too. Like I can't believe all the different dynamics you have to like. You have to weigh all the pros and cons of using different crystals and. Uh, this is a do great you, intro. Do you by the think way. it's going to become your main, your main game from absolutely. now on? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Nice, nice. Yeah. I didn't know that Hello Kitty Island Adventure was a game until today. And, Neither did I. Actually. And it's being set up as like potentially one of the best mobile games of the year. Hello is it Kitty? actually a game? Yeah, dude. They made a it. They made it this year. Hello Kitty Island Adventure. And I plan on getting into that a bit later in the podcast. It actually is a game. It came out in July. Wow, you're right. Look I know. That. They made a game that's like literally the same name as the meme that the South Park thing was making fun of. That is fantastic. You might have to actually play it now. And I might have to play it as a meme. It. Yeah. But you know and, what? Mm -hmm. As excited as I am for Hello Kitty Island Adventure, I am even more excited for our next guest. Uh, this man has been part of the Battlefield community. He's been part of the animation community. He's now with Neebs Gaming. But uh, I think he's best known for... Is it the Tooth Weasel? Am I getting that correct? This is Johnny no. Etko? No, no. <laughs> Probably not best known for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what he's talking about right Matt's now. That's like probably, the tooth weasel. Yeah, eh? Probably best known for making a cartoon about Mickey Mouse as a prostitute. I have seen that. Yeah, <laughs> I well, may have missed that one. I thought it was funny that oh, really? uh, your your Twitter handle is like you've got the tooth pride creator inventor of the tooth weasel on there. So I was like, oh, oh yeah, for yeah. sure. That's no, what I he's love, most known uh, for is the tooth weasel. No, not at all. But it is um, <laughs> it is something that I have created that uh, you can purchase toothweasel.com. Oh, go check it out. No, that was a um, I created a little uh, Matt's toy. getting one right now. You can yeah, I already purchased it. <laughs> oh, you should get a, get five. But um, I instead of the tooth fairy, I created a uh, a tradition with my daughter. The tooth fairy didn't visit our house. The tooth weasel did. Okay. So anytime she lost a tooth, she'd wake up the next morning and there was a trail of toilet paper to like a little note and a gift. And the gift was, uh, it could be anything. Like one time I left her a stick. <laughs> and then was that other like, times, how, it seems like an elaborate plan not age, to give your kid like a, you know, a nickel or something. get away with stick? <laughs> yeah. When do they start getting upset about stick? Are they like, uh, never. She always remembered that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, she's 14 now and she'll still talk about it. It's like, ah, oh, that was cute. fun. She's like That's she was great. kind of upset. Like he left me a stick, but yeah, yeah, I created this. I created this dumb tradition with my daughter, and uh, I just turned it into a little uh, a plush toy that you could buy and do the same thing with your kid. Yeah, I love the idea yeah. of it. Uh, it's it's a cool idea. Get yeah, away thanks. from the tooth fairy. You got the tooth weasel for a day, you know, and maybe he doesn't give you money. Maybe he gives you a stick. You never know what's yeah. coming. You know, you never know. Yeah, it's it's a gamble. <laughs> Well, for people kind of tuning in and trying to figure out what's going on right now, I figured I'd try and give you a little bit more of an intro with your background and whatnot. I think most people would know you from Neebs Gaming. Is that yeah, for sure. fair to say? Yeah, Absro on Neebs Gaming is, uh, I guess, yeah, what I'm probably most known for. I don't know what I'm most known for. It's hard to say. <laughs> but depends, you... on who is, depends on what circle you talk to. 
Yeah, well, you're busy. I mean, you, I guess, uh, from, I knew you mostly from when you started out doing the animation and stuff with the, mm -hmm. the Battlefield Friends crew. Yeah, that was so funny. Yeah, we got to meet you guys and everything. And yeah, just kind of became acquaintances from all those uh, events we used to go to. Yeah, all the EA still events. still do those? They don't invite us anymore. They finally realized that we don't I know don't what the hell we're I don't get invited either, so <laughs> um, I, couldn't, I couldn't say. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I get, no, uh, the last one was, I think, like a BF5 thing. I don't know if they did one for 2042. Maybe they did. Honestly, they don't need to anymore. You can just do it online. Which yeah. I prefer, if oh, I'm being yeah. honest. Well, yeah. let's say you, if I, 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 I I'm, I hope I'm not getting too personal. I remember you don't like to fly. Right? I don't. I, I hate flying. Yes. Yeah. You hated flying. I remember that about you. Yeah. So Still the fact that, that I could just be like, oh, I can play games, you know, remotely, even if like some of them do it like a weird, like uh, stadia, you know, nonsense where everything's like super laggy and it's kind of pixelated. I'd still prefer that over traveling yeah. for four days just to play a game. Well, you yeah. got to wonder no, how it, much money they drop on all the travel and stuff. I'm like, what? You guys could just yeah. like pay us more <laughs> and we'll stay home and then you don't have to get the hotel. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. That's that's what I thought. Yeah. When, like, the amount of people they used to bring out there. I'm like, man, this is this is a chunk of change. Yeah. Just to like, have everyone preview a game early. Yeah. This is it's the like, budget of an indie game right honestly, here. <laughs> yeah. It was absurd. It was neat to see because I, I had never peeked into that world. So it was neat. To be kind of a fly on the wall and be yeah. able to peek into like, oh, that's how a lot of the gaming industry kind of works. Well, you but know what? I, I, I met you guys, I think, kind of right at the beginning of all of that craziness. Because you guys started coming out probably in the BF3, BF4 days. Well, probably BF4. They didn't really do much for BF3, but BF4 yeah, is when it all... BF4 days for sure. I, I want to say, man, it's hard to remember because we went to so many. Was it? Yeah, they did a when lot was of this things. Hardline was after four, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we came to a lot of hardline. So it had to that was the BF one where I I met every most people. Yeah, it was hardline, and then Battlefield One. I think they did an event, but yeah, yeah that was. I it. remember I remember doing BF One and a lot of hardline stuff. But those those things didn't really start until the big studios realized that influencers were like, and I say influencer, hating that term, but you know what I mean. Content <laughs> yeah. creators were like the future of uh, game marketing, and so it all kind of started around the yeah. same time for everyone. So. It's not like you guys showed up. We're like, welcome to the scene. It was it was all just new and crazy for everybody. Yeah. What was it? What do they call it? The EA um, game changer. Yeah. Game changers. I think game it's changer. still it called that. I forgot so what it is. Yeah. And then they and then and then everyone blamed us for if the game was bad. They're like, oh, it was the game changers who influenced Battlefield. Right, yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh yeah, it was definitely <laughs> all of us. <laughs> If, oh, if the man, people no, only weird... knew what we saved them from, yeah, like some of the things that were... Oh, man, and you guys especially, because, yeah, like, I, I felt like, just as me personally, but I had the biggest, like, imposter syndrome every time I went to one of those events. Oh, no, I, I was the same way. Don't okay, worry. Okay, because I'm like, I do not belong here. Because, I mean, you guys, I mean, and, and a lot of the people there were, like, I guess, pro, yeah. pro FPS players. Bro. And we're like animators. So I'm like, what the hell are we doing here? This doesn't make any sense. I mean, it was fun. I, had a good I mean, time, that feedback but... is still important, though. It's not just, you know, pros. That's why they wanted you there, you know? Yeah, yeah. but you guys, I remember, I remember in like certain sessions afterwards, you guys would be talking about things like player lanes and stuff like that. And I was like, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> they sound really smart. I'm like, it was. I'm like I, shot, I shot a guy. Game was fun. 
you know, I looking back on it, I wonder how much those like this kind of sit around in a circle feedback sessions actually got to anybody at the end of the day. Cause it was usually one dude with like a notepad, like, uh huh. Okay. That's good. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like being <laughs> recorded and yeah. you know, some of the feedback was like 20 minutes of some dude just like on a terrible idea. It was like, you should really have like maybe birds that can like drop these things into the, and everybody's sitting yeah, there going, that was, okay. That was <laughs> that was, that was yeah. nice. That was, was that at the Battlefield One, the Battlefield One event or something? I don't know. I just yeah. <clears throat> was there actually one someone talking about birds and oh. dropping dropping things, or are you just I, making something I up? I wish I could remember some of the things. I don't want to name drop some of the people that were no. saying stuff, but man, every time certain people open their mouth, you're like, "Here we go, here comes a real winner." <laughs> that's me. The suggestion was, would be me. like, so they'd suggest a mechanic that would fundamentally make you have to like start over with designing the game you'd have to just start oh, over from square yeah, one and they're like yeah we're shipping in like two months and they'd be like so could you just like add this and that and everybody's just sitting around trying to be respectful and it's like yeah this is like 20 well, minutes easy yeah <laughs> it's easy just pop it in there it's fun well you know before game changers uh, there was a couple people i guess at ea that were inviting me out as part of the press thing because that's all they did before were press events Mm-hmm. And the press events were just insanity. There were like, I remember there was like Playboy bunnies there. There was like old, <laughs> there was like old what, like what? gamers that would write for like PC gamer uh, that were like hadn't played Battlefield ever, you know. And they're just like, mm. it was like a weird mixture of stuff going on there. Yeah, we were like, a few years too late. Should have had know. Battlefield friends out earlier. Damn. Well, I remember when they did the Game Changers thing, I'm like, can I get lumped in with the press again? That was, you know, can I? <laughs> that was a good I mean, time. they may they may have gotten that, but we got like Jack Frags, so. True. Mm. We all got to see what he looks like and nobody yeah, else true. knows. So, yeah. I mean, we have those. That <laughs> Tall, dark, and handsome. One of my favorite memories is Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize he was black, actually. That's what really threw me no, off. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> didn't expect it from that voice. But I remember seeing him. Um, it was one of those events. I think it was a Battlefield 4 event. But we went out to a bar afterwards, and Jack kind of let loose that night. Mm. Oh. I remember at one point looking over and seeing him, like, dancing. Nice. Look at Jack Bragg's over there just having the time of his life. That nice. was when, like, uh, Chaboy and Azzy used to go out, so... Oh, I yeah. forgot about those two. Those Oof. two, yeah. Oh boy, yeah. Well, <laughs> I felt going out with them for one night was like going out for ten nights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, everybody's got a chowboy and an Azzy story, and oh yeah, they were fun. Their accents are so thick, and you go out to a bar, and like all these women just come up to them because they're like, "What accent is that?" And <laughs> I remember, we were just at a bar, and some chick took her tits out right there, like <laughs> for him, and I was like, "What's happening right now?" And, it's just the it's the like insanely thick Scottish accent that nobody can understand. They're like, ah. something about it, man. Something about it. Yeah. Never have oh, yeah. I spoken so many words of English to somebody and not understood <laughs> what yeah, was, what's being said. No, no, not at all. I could barely parse them. Yeah, I think I'd get further along with somebody speaking Spanish or something. Hmm. Maybe he's been trying to learn Spanish. He's been doing Duolingo like he has a Duolingo streak. I wish I could remember off the top of my head what it was, but it's insane. People it's like go six nuts years on that. Straight on Duolingo. Why is Duolingo? Is, does he need it for something, or he just enjoys no, it? He just enjoys practicing trying to learn Spanish. I think yeah. like that's his kind of like down the line goal is to retire in a country that's Spanish speaking. Oh, so he's just gearing up. 
Yeah. But yeah, it's neat. It's like, uh, yeah, just that's, uh, I've always found that fascinating. I mean, you know, so many people are multilingual and I'm not because I'm dumb. It's because we're American. Yeah. Every other yeah. country has like, you know, they've got their, they've got their native language and then they have English because it's just the way the world works, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of the countries you're surrounded by so many different languages yeah. that you just suck. Okay, I got to learn them all because yeah. like, I hear them all, all the time. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. It's fun to travel. It is. So Matt. I'll admit I did. Oh, did you want to ask Matt a question? No. Yeah. Yeah. So Matt, you don't like to fly. Do you like to travel? I mean, do you take road trips and shit? Uh, not really. I just sit in this room all day and, and, uh, play video games. I wish I was more adventurous, but no, I, I really don't. I haven't gone on oh. vacation. Don't I, I haven't been on vacation in a long time to the point where I don't even remember the last vacation was. So it's yeah. not healthy. When was the last time you were outside of your city, Matt? Ooh. <laughs> See, now I'm just going to look really pathetic. So I, can we, I, I make fun. Can this pass? is a regular purpose Boy, of the right. show is making fun of Matt. <laughs> yeah. What, where do you guys live? I don't, uh, you guys are, it's six I'd o'clock. I've got his, I've got his address here. here. I'll put it yeah. up on the stream. Yeah. Gotcha. We're uh, Coast. Pacific Northwest. I don't mind. I'm in um, south, Southern Washington, really close to Portland. Oh, yeah. So yeah, you guys are way up there or you're way up there. Matt, you're a mystery. It's like pretty it. close. I can I can drive to Matt's house if I want to. There you go. It's a long drive though. I did go to Matt's a, house once. Drive. Yeah, we yeah. had a long, long. I remember segueing uh, to a thing we're probably going to talk about later. Um, I remember it was like God. It was a long time ago. This was when I was back on YouTube. I was with a God. It was literally early days. So it was probably ten years ago, legitimately. Yeah. And we were talking about Star Citizen and how excited <laughs> we were for. <laughs> the game and what it could be and we were it's talking just two about two years away <laughs> it, was, it was just two years away and here we are all these um, full great. circle we're I still did. talking about star citizen these days we're I, like it looks uh -huh. really cool <laughs> i can't wait for this game for the first time uh checking out that um the single player trailer i was like okay this is where they're going this looks cool yeah yeah I'm, totally I'm kind of like, um i'm curious i'm sure it's going to release and be a mess i'm curious to play it like almost like cyberpunk like it's going to hit and they're like, all right, that looks neat. I'm going to play it three years later. <laughs> I hope that's not the case, but you're I probably so. right. I yeah. hope so, but we'll see. Like, yeah. so, like the, the entire Star Citizen game, uh, it, it's gorgeous. I love the way it looks, but like I, I'm, I'm almost more fascinated with the story of Star Citizen than actually playing Star Citizen. Yeah. Like the story of cre how it's been created. Yeah. That like kind of created like the ongoing tale of how this mm -hmm. game is evolving from what it started as to be crowdfunded and like now yeah. where it's at day. it's kind of it's, the it's ongoing fat. joke within the community is it's almost it's almost as fun uh playing star citizen as it is to talk about star citizen uh, and the guys who went to the fan con were uh I was interviewing them while they're at the con is like sort of reporting things. They're like, oh man, the worst thing about this con ending is that I'm going to have to go back home and play Star Citizen. It's like, oh yeah, that sucks, dude. <laughs> Damn. Here we are I'm, talking I'm, about how great the game's uh, going to be and then I got to go home and actually play the game. Oh, that's uh, going to suck. Do you guys it play it on uh, Meebs Gaming at all? No, it is. Um, it's something that we definitely have our eyes on. Um, because uh, I've seen video of what you can do with the webcam. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't 
follow the game that well, but oh, the it, face you can put stuff. A, yeah, you can do this yeah. face tracking thing yeah. with that. It looks pretty terrible, cool. doesn't it? <laughs> it does, but it it's adds, cool though. It adds some element of movement to a face that you don't usually see in a game. And so we've we've definitely got our eye on it. Like we want to play that sometime once the game is finally at a point where it makes sense to just jump in, have mm-hmm. some fun, and then get out. But yeah, we would love to do it where we can record our faces and actually have our face facial yeah. features, our faces moving on the characters as we're playing. Like, I love to get your fun. take on it because that's like the main feature you guys are interested in. Like well, that's for us because other people are channel... like, I can't wait till like the whole universe and server <laughs> meshing and like the procedural. And you're like, yeah, but when you can make goofy faces and just like. Yeah. Do well, weird our stuff whole, with you your know, character. Niche, niche gaming's whole thing is a cinematic story. You know, we take yeah. video games and kind of try to do this cinematic thing with them. So having characters whose faces can move that that would just take yeah that, yeah that, that could take a cinematic video to another level. Yeah, it's like a mm-hmm. it's like a extension or an evolution of Let's Play. It's more involved yeah. than a Let's Play. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't but wait for that, when yeah. you can hail a ship and then your your picture comes up on the screen and you're oh like, oh my god. And, but it's like Captain Matimio, and he's like, hey, how's it going there? Or what are you oh, doing in this sector? That'd be, that actually would be really cool. That would be yeah. sick. I think that's the plan, as far as I know. But the FOIP okay. stuff, face over IP is what they call it. Uh, uh, it it's got some work, you know. You gotta, you gotta set it up properly, otherwise you, your face is doing all this, like wide-eyed and like yeah. your your teeth are like, showing you know for right. some re- weird reason we played with stuff you guys have seen like face rig on steam mm-hmm. and that does something similar where yeah it's like okay the facial tracking technology it exists but it's not that good yet they got a ways to go it's yeah. still in its infancy yeah but it's gonna get better and better i mean man have you guys seen um uh lex friedman's podcast with mark zuckerberg where he's yeah yeah and yeah, that like it's gonna get to that one day. That is and wild. That stuff is really cool. I wish it wasn't so terrible to like hook it up to a computer and actually get it working. I've been recording stuff with it lately, and it's like, okay, now launch this program and then open that and then close this one over here, and then you have to reroute all of your audio and then you have to set the resolution properly. And it's only going to record from your right eye in this game, but it'll record from the center on this game, and the field of view is going to be all janky. And so I I recorded all this stuff and I was showing things that I could see in my vision, and then I realized the recording had none of it in it because it was out of the field of view of the actual thing and i was just like oh god it's so painful it's it's probably great if you just like boot it up and don't connect it to a pc and just go through the little apps in the menu and just play with friends but for actually using it to like make content with it i i I, hats off to people who do it on the regular because it's like it's a nightmare and that's something too like is probably still in its infancy infancy yeah, I don't oh, know why. Sure. You think it would be better by the Oculus, the Quest 3 or whatever. You'd think they'd have it. But still, like, it's not been that long for VR. Like, there's, it's still... It's been a while. It's, it's, I mean, it's been a while, but I, I remember the, back the when I went to... Mark II, the Oculus Mark II on my shelf back there. And it's, I think I got that maybe eight years ago or something. Has whenever it been that it, long? A while. It, it, ha- it has been a minute. Like, I, I still, I have the HTC Vive, like the first, yeah. the first run. And yeah, I've had that a hot minute. 
I mean, I guess, I but, guess when you put it like, I think the reason why I feel like it's still early on is that there's no, there's, there's not a big push for AAA games to make their way into that market, and so a lot of the stuff you find is indie games or tech demos, and it feels more like a tech demo platform than it is a full fledged, you know, we've got like hot games coming out sort of a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, like I think that's why I still have that feeling. Yeah, it, no, that's very true. Like the only game out, like Half Life Alex, is probably the biggest VR yeah. release. As far as yeah. like this, this is a full game, right? Yeah, I mean, there are some great experiences, and there are some great like smaller games, but yeah, nothing to that like AAA scale. Mm-hmm. And there's no haptic feedback, you know, when when I do the VR porn stuff, right? You're trying to you're trying to grab <laughs> things, and there's there's no your, your hands are yeah. just flying through yeah. space. And you're like, oh man. I'm waiting for brain dancing like in cyberpunk. So there we go. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to experience all, all of what life has to offer through other people. Good. Yeah, uh, yeah that's when cyber- we really will become vegetables. You know, everybody's just going to be laying on their bed somewhere. Just like, uh, I'm in, yeah, I'm yeah. in virtual space, man. Pretty much. That's, well, that's cyberpunk see- re-release. That, that that that's probably my game of the year right now oh i'm surprised okay. it didn't make it to the the game of the year fi- finalist because i really liked it, it too it's an odd it's it is it's a dlc it was well, a dlc and also like yeah because the game didn't come out this year right so to call the it DLC game of the did year, and it was for I would compare it to I'd be it was comparable to other big yeah. AAA games that came out this year. Hundred percent. Is there a best DLC category? I don't yeah. think so. It might be in that best expansion. Expansion. Yeah, it's sort know. of like the foreign film awards of the like you know the what the the movie awards, whatever that event show is called. You know, they always yeah. have the weird category that nobody's paying attention to. It did get nominated for something. To. I want to say it got nominated for best story. Right. Yeah, it did get nominated. It didn't get enough nominations to make it into the finalists, which I was surprised by, but there were a crapload of really good games. Uh, yeah. The finalists are insane. They're, yeah, oh, I've got amazing. them here. We've got Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Resident mm-hmm. Evil 4, Super Mario mm-hmm. Bros., and then Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So you're like, Tears of the Kingdom was pretty damn good. It is stacked. Yeah. Stacked. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Baldur's Gate 3 is winning, but it's stacked regardless. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even played Baldur's Gate 3, and I'm also sort of in agreement because I've just seen enough about it that I'm like, how did they do all that? I don't I don't get it. It seems yeah. impossible to create a game with that kind of depth. Yeah. I'm still working with my, my way through it. I'm playing it with a group of friends. Oh, nice. I, we still got to be at the beginning. Like, we're just kind of... Do like, you know what act you're on? No, no clue. No We're clue. just chopping away at it, yeah. you know, every, you know, maybe once a week we might hop on and play for a few hours. Um, I love I, the story and the narrative. Like I'm super intrigued by the combat's not my favorite because it is very slow. Fair. Like turn based, but I can, I mean, I can certainly see why people love the game because just like a night, just playing one night, a crazy story will happen. Yeah. Like we'll go into this town and one of, you know, one of my friends will end up like, like pissing off some local kids okay. and then walk away. The next thing I know, some cops are coming up to me and they're like, you know, hey, we're gonna throw you in jail. And I'm like, what for? It's like, ah, the local <laughs> kids told us you're a thief. Like, what? <laughs> so like dumb shit like that. Like, okay, that probably can't happen in most games. Yeah. And it's very dynamic. Little, these little dynamic stories that pop up and 
like yeah i can see the appeal yeah. yeah what what game lets you try and communicate with a squirrel you know not like, many yeah you can not try many. and have a conversation with the squirrel and the yeah. game will will do its best and to it will facilitate that i think yeah. you can talk to almost every animal in the game i think if you have uh the right the right spell or ability yeah, that power yeah, yeah the animal well, what's whatever. funny is you can try and talk to a squirrel if you don't have the ability and yes then the squirrel yeah. will like just bite you or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah there seems to be so many options and that lends itself to so many playthroughs yeah no it's uh it is probably gonna get game of the year Spider-Man it feels like a leap for it feels yeah, like a leap ahead. forward for yeah not not just crpgs but just just what they created just like their workflow whatever they did the fact that like everything's voice acted and it's beautifully voice acted and there's facial animations they're not just wooden the camera moves dynamically and it feels like you're a part of it and it's not just you know i'm in starfield and then i'm switching and you know i was about to say beautiful i tried like i I played maybe 40 hours of starfield and it's like oh it was okay but jumping from starfield to cyberpunk it was like oh oh yeah you're like oh here's the big boy game yeah yeah it was immediately like, man, Starfield's like talking to mannequins. Yeah. It really feels, it feels so outdated and just. We had that exact that same conversation yeah. once Cyberpunk came out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we had it before Cyberpunk came out. I was, we were ragging on Starfield's uh, AI and loading screens and all that stuff, just looking terrible. And I was kind of blown away by people calling it game of the year and like 10 out of 10 and all this stuff. It's not and even I was nominated. Like, it hurts kind of a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I was but just blown away a- by the, the reviews initially for the game. I'm like, this is not like that level of game. Like it's neat. It's got some neat stuff in it, but like they didn't involve the tech at all. They're like, so use the same exact engine from 10 years ago. Everybody good with that? All right, cool. I'm, I'm fine with that, but I mean, <laughs> it's it's not pushing a Bethesda games forward. No. Yeah, it, it's, it feels like an old Bethesda game, which if you're fine with that, which I was, it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll play this for a little bit and have a good time. But then, yeah, it's just that transition from mm-hmm. a game that feels like that cyberpunk or yeah, even Baldur's Gate where, yeah, there is so much acting and dynamicism in the performances like man it feels like a lot of these games are moving forward uh with games you know like they're evolving and they're changing for the better and then you have bethesda that feels like they're just kind of stuck in a rut with their past like they they're like this worked for us 10 years ago it's got to work right now and it's starting it's it's feeling dated i yeah i think i think think their next game if they don't evolve it enough if they don't evolve um the elder the next elder scrolls is probably going to suffer would be my guess people will be like eh, i don't know if i'm ready for more bethesda jank of this level because even starfield was janky you know despite it being the least buggy bethesda game in forever you're like well it's not not buggy that said though it is elder scrolls it is going to sell yeah more more copies than god like it's gonna be ridiculous <laughs> let's be real bethesda fans they're used to the abuse at this point they, yeah that's true and i think they kind of like it Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe <laughs> down deep they they like getting abused i don't know <laughs> yeah so uh do you go by john or johnny i don't think i we ever well, john yeah that's just what most uh, yeah call me john john but yeah it's john okay. johnny ethco is my personal youtube handle and then there's appsro on neebs gaming i did not really think out my branding from the start otherwise i would have like picked one thing and stayed in that lane <laughs> 
That's okay. I neither will, did I. I. Yeah, yeah. Matt's <laughs> name is like, is it a no at the end? Is it a zero? How yeah. do you say it's it? Terrible. Nobody knows how to say his name when they meet him. I don't even like, know how to say it. Yeah, but you've heard it, right? If you yeah. didn't oh, hear okay. it, you'd be if like, you haven't heard it before. Yeah. All right. I get awkward. Some people, Matamo. Mad Matamo is one I get a lot. Yep. Matimeo yeah. is another one. Yeah. Right. Yep. All right. All right could be worse you know there's some people out there with some pretty bad branding you're just like ooh, okay that's what you're you've got two million subs now and you're just stuck with it you know? <laughs> yeah. but then it becomes a part of you it's just whatever you make yeah. it work so some 50 year old named poopy head or something. Yeah. <laughs> what are you playing these days john i've, I've been kind of you and the the neebs crew seem to do all this survival and kind yeah. of adventure games and stuff survival games are our jam man i think um yeah, we just kind of fill into that niche because that's probably our favorite stuff to play. Um, I think our favorite game collectively is probably Seven Days to Die. It's a good game. Hmm. Yeah, that's a great game. And that's just, it's just getting better and better with each update. I only recently uh, tried it for the first time and I got yeah. completely sucked in. And I like that's all I played. And uh, I think I so they add correct me if I'm wrong. You're probably much more. Um, knowledgeable on this they added in a like a skill system where you like leveled up and it goes all the way to like 100 you find skill like box or skill magazines around the map and stuff yeah, like that yeah. the skill yeah, books alpha 21 that's the latest update yeah 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 and so that's when i started and i was just all in i just love progression progressing and getting slowly better and better gear so i can go out and do harder missions and stuff like mm -hmm. that uh my only nah. big critique was the performance really and graphics, mm. but the performance it's, was pretty rough. Yeah. It's a pretty old yeah, game. No, you think it would run no. better by now, right? Yeah, they're still optimizing it. Well, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I no, like it, a lot it, of the old crappy games. The hardware just gets better, and then eventually they run well. And you're like, hey, this game's pretty good. And you're like, yeah, well, if you played it when it came out, you'd be getting like 20 FPS. But that right, one's still, yeah. still not quite... Uh, doing so no, it, it, it depends on where you're at on the map like if you're in the middle of the city it definitely chugs because it's trying to load in you know 30 buildings around you every in the middle of nowhere in the forest and there's only a couple of cabins or whatever it runs pretty smooth yeah but uh yeah as far as yeah we love that game just because there's so much and and the mods uh darkness falls is a very mm -hmm. popular mod uh for that game and we've become friends with the mod creator he actually joins us on oh, nice. uh, one of our series and uh, once once you start playing the Darkness Falls mod, and you're like, okay, I can't go back. Like this guy has taken seven days to die and just made it so much better. I've heard about Darkness Falls. Could you clarify like the big uh, selling point for it? Um, it was basically a collection of mod put together by this gentleman called Kane, and he's okay. taken seven days to die. And it really does stuff. It ups your inventory slots. It adds different zombie types. It adds old okay. zombie types that used to exist in the game, and he's added new zombie types of demons. Um, mm. He's also added like um, just different vehicles, like cars, helicopters, all this stuff that you're like, man, I wish this was in the game. He, he added it in there. Nice. There's a great, great fire mod that wood, grass, anything will burn that the fire will spread. It just adds so much chaos. Oh, I love that. I love any yeah. game that has like naturally spreading fire. When they added that to battlefield 4 i think on like the the yeah. metro rework and the grass would catch on fire it's just like Cast every game border every game think, needs it yeah it is fun like it always makes me think of like far cry yeah yeah 
pioneered this like idea of spreading fire. Mm-hmm. I, that was that game. That was the Far Cry where you were uh, constantly sick the whole time. <laughs> I think it was Far Cry. Too. Yeah, it's like yeah. You had malaria. Yeah, you, you had outside. malaria, and you were just kind of, your vision would get blurry like every five minutes, and it's like go heal yourself. I was like, I hate this mechanic, but the fire is really cool. <laughs> go yeah, look at the it fire. Is, it is one thing that you don't see, and I mean, this is kind of coming from the Battlefield franchise too. It's like it seems like they're not doing destruction, like destruction in games really hasn't progressed like you want it to. Yeah, well, except the, for yeah, I know what you're gonna say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the finals, maybe? the final. Oh, and no, that's true. The finals. Yeah. yeah, and they're former dice devs. You know, right. funnily enough. So, yeah. but I, I do agree. Like a, it seems such a rare thing. Like for a second there, we had like uh, what was it? Like mercenaries and red faction guerrilla, and you had these games pop out that really focused on destruction. Like what Battlefield Bad Company Two was mm-hmm. big on. That. It seems like yeah, it was huge. Destroy everything. And I then, still think you know, it's a really fun sandbox mechanic. Like, it's not one of those things that's gotten old to me. Like, they used to kind of meme it out in games and make it all about destruction, and that was fine. But even in injecting it into any modern game, it makes the world feel alive. And then if yes. you feel like you have control over things and the landscape's deforming naturally, and all of a sudden that building that was normally there isn't there, and it's like it really adds so much. And it blows my mind that more people haven't. Just try to make it a staple of their games. Gotta like Rainbow Six did yeah. what I thought Battlefield was going to do. Like BF3 came out and they you could blow holes in walls and like create yeah. your own paths through the the cities. And I was like, wow, well, there there seems to be a big esport interest in this franchise. I bet their esports version of this game will be them like having really like highly destructible environments where you make your own pass through stuff and do cool infantry combat. And they never did. And then rainbow came out and they're like, yeah, we'll do that. If you're not going to do it, like we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll take that idea from you. No problem. I think the reason why, well, it is disappointing to go from bad company to battle of three also had a lot of great destruction. And then it kind of, it's, it's been slowly dying in the battle of the series for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now, was, 42 was so disappointing to me yeah. in that regard. And I'm sure it's because of the 128 players, like they had to make concessions. And I also think it's just harder to make maps that way, because if you have to design a map that flows well in every condition of just, you know, the world being destructed uh, or destroyed, destructed, uh, the world being destroyed, (laughs) it's got to be tough. And I'm sure it's resource intensive to make it. And so I think that's what's so fun about the finals is that everything is basically destroyable and because it's round based like it's 15 minutes or whatever but it doesn't really matter because it's it's just with contained within that 15 minutes you can't just level mm-hmm. the entire map because like if it was a battlefield game that lasts for 30 45 minutes like nothing's gonna be uh right. standing at that point that's but that's what i want to see yeah I mean, that's what i want to see too like, but like i remember man playing like you would find those like servers back in the day on battlefield 3 where it was like I don't know, like an hour long match or something. Yeah, two hours, on, something crazy. And on like something like Sane Crossing, where at the end of it, like every building has yeah. holes blown in. It yeah, looks so good. I'm like, man, why can't we get here every time? This looks so fun. Bad Company 2 did that to the extent where you could level the whole, there'd be a city, and then at the end of the match, there'd be no city. And so yeah, it's Arica, just, Arica Harbor was that. Yeah. And then it'd just be flat. Mm. And so I get them wanting to sort of, preserve something there but also like just make a time limit right uh, uh like don't let people play for 20 minutes on a completely flattened city like 
the match will end by the time everything's gone or let something, you know? Let it happen, man. Just let, let it players, happen. Let players it happen. do what they want. If players want to play this for an hour, let them. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, everybody play is twenty four seven Metro and no Ooh. shark canals, right? Like that's exactly. what people wanted at the end of the day. And Dice is like, "Would you like a gigantic vehicle map?" We're like, mm, no, apparently not. Nobody wants that. <laughs> they all just want like <laughs> containers and shipping yards and stuff. Yeah, that Instant new one. Um, I, the last twenty forty two update that came out, that map was pretty fun. I played that on the stream one night. Redacted. Yeah. Yes. I think so. Were the you in indoor like ones? Old? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you I, do I like the zombie mode on that? Say, say again? Did you do the zombie one? The the season update? They came out with like kind of a zombie mode on that map? Nope. Didn't even know they did that. Oh, okay. I thought, yeah. that was, I thought that was Call of Duty's thing. You didn't miss much. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like a full on zombie experience. It was just sort of like a, a goofy thing. But yeah, that right. map was great. I feel like they're doing the BF5 thing, which is like, hey, let's save our best content for right when we're about to drop support for the game. And then yeah. uh, we'll just move on to the next title. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Cycle ourselves in. Yeah, they're trying to dig their way out. And um, hopefully they will. I mean, he is doubling down on the Battlefield franchise right now. Um, well, they got. I, I did read some news. One of the guys, one of the leads at Respawn, is on the next one, right? Oh yep. yeah, Vince Sampella, the creator yeah. of Call of Duty, Medal of Honor, right. Apex, Titanfall, Jedi, okay. Fallen Order. Well, yeah, he yeah, like hasn't a made a bad game, basically. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, with that leadership, they can kind of they can put out one that isn't as crap on release. Yeah. Uh, I, that's that's how I feel too. If he's if he's uh, tied his reputation to Battlefield, and he's like, "Hey, man, I invented COD. Like, I'm not gonna go yeah. down with Battlefield." Then hopefully, it'll be a good game. So, or it's a, or it's a sabotage mission. Yeah, he's like, "I'm yeah." <laughs> I think Battlefield's already doing that just well enough on yeah. their own right now. If I'm being yeah, honest, you want to sabotage yeah, it? Let them really. keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. 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 John, I got to ask you about that Mickey Mouse prostitute video because yeah. it is like 13, 14 million views right now. Yeah, it's something absurd. The first one? Yeah. Oh, the, oh wow. there's a sequel. I didn't see the sequel. Oh, there's, there's like five of them. Oh. <laughs> well, now we I a, know what I'm doing after the podcast. You made a bunch of prostitute Mickeys. They are, uh, they are dark and weird. And they a lot are of fun. so dark and so amazing. <laughs> I, I go back. Uh, let's, I feel like I, I rewatched them like three years ago and a lot of artists are like, Oh, I hate watching my work, but I watched them three years ago and I genuinely <laughs> laughed at most of it. I was like, okay, these hold up. These are stupid and fun. Well, I was catching I up think, on some of your work before the podcast and I was actually laughing out loud at those, at the okay. Mickey Mouse ones. They're pretty oh, amazing. Yeah. Who does Mickey's voice? Up. That's me. That's you? Ah, Angie. It's like, yeah, Whoa. just a, yeah, it's just a really pathetic, sad Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah, it's basically if Mickey Mouse was a, a prostitute, but not like yeah, a... Well, that came out, that was because uh, we made that right around the time. You guys remember when Disney was putting out all of these VHS, like, direct sequels? Yeah. Like Aladdin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like God, how old, how old is these, are these videos? The first one, God. Ancient. It is ancient. 
Hold on, let me uh, let me pull. It's it from up. the the like pre monetization era of YouTube or something. Right? No, yeah, none of that existed. Yeah. Let's see. Fourteen years ago, the first. God one. damn. God <laughs> damn. And exactly. it's still was... for anyone listening now. Go watch it. It's very funny. Like it holds yeah. up. Yeah, it's fun. There's that prostitute Mickey too. I love the uh, the Christmas ones. My favorite, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I... I'm excited oh, now. The Christmas episode, of course. We made six of them. Uh, the, <laughs> sixth, the sixth one's really good, too. That one's pretty damn dark. If you guys got any bigger, uh, Disney would be like, their lawyers would be getting contact with you guys. You, you know, when, when we made these, like I was very, I was very careful to follow to a T um, parody law. Mm, yeah. not, not that it would matter. Disney could probably just yeah, say, Disney yeah, will be Disney. Yeah. Anyway. Disney, yeah, Disney just tells YouTube what to do, and then they do it. Yeah, you're not wrong. But, uh, you know, I never say, you know, in the actual video, I never say Mickey. I never say Goofy. never say Don- mm-hmm. Donald. I change their names just enough. And I changed their styles just enough. I was like, no, this is parody. Yeah. And, and again, the first one is parody because that was at the time that I felt Disney were being kind of whores because <laughs> they were just making sequel after sequel oh. after sequel. They were basically prostituting themselves, yeah. trying to make a buck. As a opposed to commentary. now, where they've really changed their their lane on things and are making Man. lots of unique, interesting content. Yeah, I can't wait to see the Marvels. It's <laughs> apparently not doing very well. Mm. I want to see it, more it, live action remakes of old animated classics. Oh, That's God. what I'm waiting for. Like some of them, I get. Like oh, we're gonna remake the Jungle Book, and I'm like, okay, that one's pretty old. Like, yeah, let's remake the Jungle Book. Let's remake Dumbo. Aladdin, The Little Mermaid. Like, I mean, they are. are I, they, I know. I know. It may not sound me that way, but they're still pretty old. Yeah, they're old, but the the originals are still so like from an animation standpoint, they're gorgeous. They yeah. are fantastic. The Lion it's, King it's, one, it's I didn't get at all. I was like, why? It feels like a reduction of what the original yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. It like okay, yeah, you have all these modern tools of CG animation. Yeah. But the characters are nowhere near as expressive and the color palette is nowhere near as bright. It's not like you're yeah, not going to be a, able to replace Robin Williams. Like, what do you just why are you trying? Right. right? It's yeah. not going to it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's just an, it's an odd decision. I mean, I get it. It's, you know, Hollywood, Disney. It's all about taking a, you know, making a movie is a gamble and you want to gam you know, <laughs> in order to hope, hopefully you get the best return on a franchise that's known. So I understand it from a business standpoint of like, we could just remake something that we know millions of people love, and that's probably going to make us money. And sadly, it does work. I mean, those movies, movies do make them money, yeah. which hopefully would, you know, help them produce original stuff. But I'm trying to think of any, they had an original, couple of original cartoons, like Encanto. Did I mean, it, so they didn't still... some of you guys work on one of those projects or some project? I feel like um, one of you guys, I can't remember who it was, but somebody from the Neebs crew was talking about um, working under um, John, the guy who directed the Lion King remake. John uh, Favreau? Yeah, John Favreau. So. Okay. I mean, I'd have to ask the team, but I'm trying to remember, did anybody on the team work with John Favreau? You know what? Maybe Tony, because mm. Tony used to work talent agency he may have done some stuff in that realm gotcha gotcha yeah i don't think yeah i don't think anybody directly worked with disney and john favreau how is um how is animation in your neck of the woods in terms of like making content that can actually 
pay for itself in the YouTube world or it yeah. doesn't like even, even that run of battlefield friends we did a, a little run of 2042 um was it, it did very well though if you watch yeah. it? it no if you wise it does it does great yeah money wise it doesn't pay for itself it's yeah. all it you know it's all funded by the gaming stuff right like there's no way yeah it, it, it does suck because for a brief second yeah the prostitute mickeys and the things we used to do back in the day you could make a three minute animated short on youtube and it would make its money back yeah but then as soon as YouTube flicked that switch to like, nope, we value watch time over anything. Yeah. Like, nope, it killed short films and it killed animation like that on that day. And then Is ironically, that, they have got all this, you know, like YouTube shorts now where it's like, oh, no, we do like short content, but, yeah, but they don't, you won't make any money off of it still, yeah. but we do like yeah. it. Well, <laughs> shorts, it's like, yeah. it. I see some great shorts and people produce interesting things, but that's a, you can't make that business model really work unless you no. get of sponsors i feel like it's yeah. just a avenue to move people to your actual content it's just a vehicle to get people to your well, other that, stuff that's the crazy thing about yeah. it is youtube's like make shorts because it's a great subscriber conversion thing and also youtube is like subscribers don't matter anymore because <laughs> of how we design the algorithm so they're one of the least popular needed metrics of like your content you're like okay yeah. uh so sure. what i should make shorts but then I shouldn't make sure I don't what do you guys want? They're just trying to copy everybody without like an actual game plan yet. And obviously content creators are they they have to do what makes them money and what's going to support their channel. So right. they're like, do I make shorts that don't make me any money but get me subs which are not that valuable anymore based on the new algorithm rules? It's it's all kind of chaos. I think they sort of open their lane up to try and capture all the competing markets and kind of lost a little bit about what YouTube as a platform is supposed to be, you know, or at least what it yeah. was. They, they've done weird stuff before. Hopefully they'll make a correction, but yeah, it definitely does seem like they're chasing the TikTok trend. Yeah. Which I get it. Like you said, that's a huge market share. It's like, man, we're losing a lot of viewers to TikTok. So how do how do we how do we do a TikTok? Let's do a TikTok on our channel. Come on, hey guys. Look, yeah, look at short is TikTok making money. That's a good question. Oh, is this just <laughs> is this just like you know juggernauts no doing the thing because they're juggernauts and they can do it because they have money? And then once they're like, okay, now we need to monetize it. How are we going to monetize it? Then things yeah. are going to fall apart. I don't think many platforms monetize as well as YouTube does in terms of like mm -hmm. if you get something with a million views that actually converts into advertising dollars and they do that well. Yeah. If you get a million views on TikTok, that's you know you can buy a candy bar or something. Yeah, yeah you it's got five like, bucks, kid. Good job. Yeah, so. I, I don't yeah, know how it works, really. I think TikTok just pockets most of the ad revenue and they're like, go get your own sponsors, basically. Yeah, Advertising is so weird on a, on a platform and just on content that's so short. Like, yeah. It doesn't seem to me to make sense long term to advertisers. Yeah. Just because I don't I agree. It's so, it's so scattered. Well, the, like, the ads are supposed to pop up essentially between swiping, right? You swipe from one video to the next and then you watch the ad or the video ends and then the ad pops up, right? And Yeah. But, but I mean, are the ads short too? And like, are you going to pay a lot of money for that? I don't know. I, I've, I've never seen an ad on YouTube shorts. Not a single one. So. Mm. Yeah, I don't watch shorts. So I haven't seen them either. Don't. Don't do no, it. No, I'm not. I mean, I've seen, yeah, I, I finally, maybe a couple months ago, finally broke down and got premium. And oh, yeah. I, 
Well, I, st- I started like watching YouTube more just like uh, around the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, you know what? And the ads uh, are everywhere now. Like it's, 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 gotten, it's gotten absurd. And yeah, it does suck because like even, even on our channel, you know, we try to space the ads out. It, you know, I'm sure you guys see this when you upload a video where YouTube suggests you put the ads is like, it's, it's, an, it's insane. It's like, here's a 20 minute video. And, you, and YouTube's like, how about we inject these 15 ads? And you're like, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to well, go they, in. They and don't like, fill them everywhere. Of- right. They, I, I know. Yeah. yeah. But it you is know, nuts. At- yeah, as you're watching this, like that doesn't guarantee an ad is going to play at that moment. But from just our experimentation, we've seen people have been overserved ads. Yeah, they're yes. like three minutes apart. We're just like, okay, this is we don't want to do this to our audience, right? It's like, that, you know, I mean, there are going to be ads for sure. He's like, we got to make money at the end of the day, but there can't be that damn many. Mm-hmm. I My wish favorite that, is when I you wish... watch an ad and then you go back to like a part in the video, and it's like, oh. Welcome back to the ad that you yeah. just watched. Like, <laughs> right. well, I just watched this ad. What are you doing? Why? Yeah. Yeah. Or you always have to watch it when you fast forward a little bit to the, yeah. the part that you yeah. wanted to get to. I wish that they would make premium a more attractive package because it's not super cheap. I think it's like 11 or 12 bucks a month for premium. Yeah. And... That's because it's bundled with damn music. Yeah. Uh, is that the reason? Yeah, if they would decouple it from music and it's like, no, this is just YouTube videos mm-hmm. uh, without the ads. But they, they're trying to sell you on, hey, you get YouTube music as well. It's like, I don't yeah. really want that. I, got I wish they would add in like like YouTube TV and YouTube premium are different things. It's like, just make them one thing. Then people can watch the NFL with it and they can watch YouTube without ads and they can listen to music without ads. And you're like... Now you got a more attractive package, but premium still feels like this sort of this thing that's just not worth it to most people who watch a video every now and then. And it sucks because it is one of the best monetization models when you look at your premium view conversion rate versus normal view. You're like, oh man, those guys make me a lot of money. I wish more people had YouTube premium. That'd be great. But they Mm -hmm, did do that. They did do the um, ad blocker crackdown a couple months ago. Yeah, we're... um the data from that you're looking at the data from that yeah you know in the analytics just yeah. uh when did that happen that happened about a month ago yeah i heard they're already finding workarounds to it though and then it's, sure. it's backfiring yeah. they are of course they yeah are. yeah like what are they? i don't know yeah it's like hey we're cracking down on ad blockers it's like okay the ad blockers are just going to get more clever and they have gotten more clever yeah yep. no shit <laughs> yeah you spend all that resources and time trying to and it's it's backfiring apparently, but that's also according to YouTube videos I didn't actually watch. And you know, of course, they're going to be clickbaity. So who knows? Yeah, I mean, we can see some of the data on our end. I'd be curious to see the TED on their end. I mean, there's no way yeah. for us to know that. But yeah, yeah, nobody uh, you know, will ever know that black yeah. box it's information. Like, it's like the net Netflix subscriber crackdown. You know, everyone's like, "Oh fuck Netflix, we're leaving Netflix," and then Netflix posts record profits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next quarter you're like, well. I don't know. It was kind of disheartening <laughs> to see that. It's like, oh, great, cool. They're getting away with it. Awesome. Yeah. It only gets worse. Yeah, it's just like, you know, when you see, you know, I mean, we've seen it in games, battle passes and all this shit. Now yeah. they're everywhere. It's yeah, getting aggressive. I, yeah. What don't I? I only, I, I only, I just play the games where, you know, you buy a spaceship for like $500. And then <laughs> yeah, you got no room. You got go. no room to talk level. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. I, these battle pass, they nickel and dime you, man. I'd rather just spend it all up front. Just get it uh-huh. out of the way. <laughs> and then I got a cool virtual ship. Yep. Yeah. Those ships are sweet. I've seen the videos and I'm like, damn, that looked good. They're very but are cool. they $2,000 sweet? Not to me, but yeah. hey. To, to but only crazy people there. have the $2,000 ones. Hey, we have some of, we have some of them in chat. Your money. You know, <clears> hey. Yeah. So um, speaking of cool, overly monetized games, everybody's talking about the next greatest Modern Warfare 3 multiplayer. Yeah. I played it for about 30 minutes before the podcast. Oh, you actually played it? A little bit, yeah. I, I tried to get into it earlier, but technical stuff was going on. But yeah, I got into it. It looks like a Call of Duty game. <laughs> it's because it is a Call of Duty game. It plays very much like a Call of Duty game. Um, it's, it's probably the safest COD they've made in a long time. Just, yeah. It, they played it very, very safe. They, they took the feedback from Modern Warfare 2, the last one, and then... Uh, made changes that the community wanted, like the movement system and recoil visualization, you know, the, the visual recoil and things like that. And then just remastered Modern Warfare original maps and called it good because that's literally all they did. So, yeah, it's one of those games where I like shooters where it feels like you need to approach you. You look at the environment and then you go, OK, how should I move through this environment to optimize my chances of survival and like achieving my objective and cod is just like run forward as fast as possible at all times or hide in a corner for the whole match either of those tactics will work great if you try and approach it from like some sort of tactical methodical angle you're just going to get dunked on by somebody running like a thousand miles an hour the did you see the progression system changes no I don't know so, what the previous, I don't remember what the previous well, like, progression is. you know how is. progression basically normally works where you just level up. So you go from one to 55 or whatever and you get guns and you get things. So this one, you get challenges and you have to complete challenges. You're right there, John. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, um, I'm, I'm sort of in the same ballpark with you there, John. Um, it's... Modern Warfare 3 to me is like the Fast and Furious movies, you know? You mm-hmm. know they're going right, to make another yeah. one, and yeah. you know it's going to just appeal to the same crowd that watched the previous ones, but it's going to be trash at the end of the day, right? It's going to be... <laughs> it's going to be awful. Yeah, but it's got that sort of like, I'll watch Vin Diesel go to space, right? Like, I'll watch yeah, that for sure. a laugh. You know, why not? Why not? That's kind of what COD is to me right now. It's like, yeah, I'll log on. I'll play it for a couple rounds. I'll have some laughs, you know, but... No, I certainly I certainly see the appeal. Um, I, I could never get into Battle Royales, and I think for the reason you kind of mentioned it, yeah, there's no strategy to it. There's no... Mm. And, maybe, and maybe I'm wrong. Like some of them do have strategy, but I always felt like no matter what I did, I would just get shot in the back of the head. It's, um... It's tough to do a battle. I do like battle royales. I don't love COD's battle royale. I like Battlefield's battle royale a bit, but um, oh, yeah, yeah the, a lot one- of, the strategy is either you kind of you over camp or you mm. or if you're moving too slowly, somebody runs up on you and then gets you or or whatever. Yeah, and I don't like that you can't respawn. And that's me. Oh. It's like yeah. oh, I like you know I, I want to die, <laughs> respawn, get right back into the fight, die, and get right, right, right. It's back a very into the old fight. school oh. mentality for gaming. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody yeah, wants I, like old, old. ultra punishing now, you know. <laughs> you yeah, step on a stick. Souls. I don't you step need dark on a stick in my and you're dead. Person shooter. <laughs> uh, Matt's a big Dark Souls fan. 
Oh, I yeah. am. Yeah, I am. I love the Souls franchise. Probably one of my favorites. Oh, no shit. I liked yeah. um, Elden Ring was really good. I haven't. Yeah. Because uh, I've played a lot of those games. I always get to a point where I'm like, okay, this was really good, but fuck it now. I'm done. Yeah. You're <laughs> not going to play that boss for like the away. 50th time. Right. Yeah. It's like, I mean, no, this... Elden Ring in particular is super long too. Like it's yes. their longest game by like not even close. I What's know, the deal with the pot guys in that? They just like pots. Oh, let me solo her, or uh, oh no, it's, okay. Yeah, I mean actual, that is yeah, that is that is it too. But yeah, because he has the pot head on his well right, head. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I loved that story. That was like my favorite gaming story of that year. Yeah, <laughs> this guy you could summon who will. Do you know what that is, Level? Me. No, that's why I'm asking. Why? What's the well, deal with the pot heads? So well, the, there's pots in the game. Um, <laughs> Heads, I, I guess they just like they just like round characters because there was the in Dark Souls they had a character I can't remember his name off the top of my head uh, he was quite round um, they just like round characters and okay. you meet a character named Alexander I think and he's just a giant pot um, Alexander pot. the pot as as yeah. one is you know and yeah, he's you know. he's a noble knight trying to prove his strength and is you it know, like a curse has he been cursed to be oh, like oh, the man. Dude, the, the, the narrative. Yeah, this in is these what I'm asking about. Because so, they show the pot guy, and I go, What's the deal? What's his backstory? <laughs> so, the pots actually have a backstory. Um, oh. they, they are filled with fallen soldiers. Um, it was a uh, legitimately, they're filled with fallen soldiers, and that's what fuels them magically or something like that and allows them to nonsense. fight. Is that they can. It's absolutely nonsense. The yeah. Onion Knight. Is that the it? Onion Knight. Yeah. Okay. That was from the previous I, Dark Souls games. I yeah. can't okay. wait for an Elden Ring with like a story that kind of makes sense. The thing is, like is that, that this story was actually like comprehensible compared to like Dark Souls before. Oh, for sure. But it's still yeah. nonsense. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is <laughs> nonsense. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Like a character will just start talking and just spout gobbledygook. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I'm you pretty much have to read up. every item in the game and then nah. try and piece them together. And it's... Yeah, it's no, it, it's great for that one guy, Vadi Video, whatever his yeah, name is yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. Like uh -huh. this guy's just made a career decrypting what the hell's going on in these games. Uh-huh. So Pretty much. Like, oh, hey, that's that's perfect. It's perfect yeah. for a YouTuber. I love the I love them so much though. Yeah, no, I love the gameplay. The gameplay, especially Elden Ring, because that was the first one where because of its openness, like you could head a direction and kind of hit a wall. Like, okay, the boss over here is too hard. I'm going to go that way. And, oh, this way is a little easier. So I'm going to play yes. over here a little bit. And yeah. then I'm going to try to work my way that way. I loved that design so much more than the Bloodborne and Dark Souls. The sense of exploration was incredible. Insane. It's it's Insane. what I, like, I like Zelda. And I like the, the, the new ones where it's open world. But I felt like it feels very shallow. And this, while you could still, there, you can still see the game the fact that like every corner there could be a dungeon that you find or yeah. you could descend into a hole and then we're going back to holes level cap and then all mm -hmm. of a sudden you're like this is an ongoing theme expanse. of the podcast so apparently i describe things in holes don't worry about it anyway oh, okay right. um he was going on how exciting it was to crawl into holes in games for like a while and now it, <laughs> i just had to call him out on it i was like matt what is it with you and like i went exploring back and it was like it was like two games. times i said it and he's <laughs> apparently he harped on it. anyways the sense of exploration is incredible in that game and yes it's hands down uh, one of the highlights for sure i i agree i love that there's no just like blinking yellow marker yeah, like you see mm -hmm. in all these games, like go right here. Here's where you gotta yeah. go. Like it gets rid of that and just says, "Not nah, here's a world. Go nuts." Yep. Yeah, and you actually yeah. learn the map too. You get very comfortable with it. And yeah, 
It's great. There's a there's a different sense of satisfaction when you know an environment versus just let me open the mini map, let me put the marker over there and just head yeah. towards the triangle in the distance. And then I'm there and I didn't notice any of the stuff around me because I wasn't trying to figure out where to go. And I didn't yeah. notice the weird trees over there that, okay, turn left at the weird tree and then right at the thing. And once you start to learn your environment, it becomes a different experience as opposed to just like UI handholding. Well, that's I, what... I... <clears throat> go for go it, ahead, go for it. Oh, I was just saying um, in... Almost every game I play, I try to turn the minimap off. It's probably smart. Just by, you know, I, I enjoy that. I enjoy trying to learn the environment rather than having the minimap tell me where to go. Yeah. And I wish, but a, but a lot of, a lot of the times games are designed with the minimap in mind. 100%. And I kind of wish more developers would go like, no, let's design it without the minimap in mind. And mm -hmm. then we'll add the minimap there for people that really need it. Because there are a lot of people that just can't figure out where to go on their own. That's usually me. I think the market for that is starting. I think gamers are getting a little more wise about what they like and what they actually enjoy. Mm -hmm. And the market for that type of stuff is increasing. I know the the next stalker game is coming out soonish. And that's a game that's always been about like, let me open up my PDA and like move around and see where I need to go. Okay. It's over here on this road. But then when you go there, it doesn't, it's not going to set up a, a way point for you you're just gonna have to like look at the environment and be like oh there's the there's the road that i think i'm supposed to be hitting right now and yeah, you're actually awesome. yeah looking at a map and trying to navigate your world's way around more immersive when you do it that way yeah mm -hmm. elden, the big, elden ring was so damn the big like, example that comes to mind for the counterpoint it well, not counterpoint but like the opposite of the spectrum is ubisoft games yeah it's like far, far cry. cry yeah you put yeah. you open up far cry and you just look around there's just pings everywhere i'm like and then it doesn't become you you don't even see the environment anymore you're no, just no. going to the destination so you're just like oh this is pretty but mm -hmm. you're not like it's you don't actually explore the environment because you know everything is going to be pinged you know that there's nothing there because it's not on your map right i i've always hated uh, a lot of ubisoft's ui decisions yeah yeah because their worlds really are crazy right and they have They're decent gorgeous. characters and writing and the combat's fun and kind of like evolves randomly they got destruction and weird crap that happens in the middle of a firefight and you're like whoa i wasn't expecting a gas truck to explode and then like have to change my tactics but then in between that you're not looking at a map and being like okay i think we take like forest road and then take a left at, at this big rock over here you just look at the waypoint sometimes there's a line on the ground and you just follow the line to your destination and it's a gorgeous looking environment that some it's poor yeah. dev spent like thousands of hours putting together and you're yeah, just like art yeah. team. Mm, they know what they're doing that ubisoft art team my god their they, worlds are yeah like you said they're gorgeous they have a weird well, production I mean, set pandora up there. is coming out too oh yeah the yeah, avatar that avatar is stunning it looks great. I, I want to turn off the minimap and run around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I, I worry stunning. what the UI design is going to be. I'm like, oh, God, is, is it just going to be full of the same thing a thousand times? Probably. Mm -hmm. Probably. Yeah, that's but, the problem is that making okay. a game without UI requires a bit more attention to nuance, right? They got to. Mm, yeah. That's what Nintendo's so good at with like they can catch your eye, right? They know when yeah. you come around a corner, you're going to see this peak in the distance. And there's going to be a little beacon of light up there and you're going to want to go to that or most players are going to want to go to that. And they they know how to like draw you around with those sort of visual cues. And it takes a lot of artistic talent and planning to do that. Yeah. And then 
you know, Ubisoft game is like they got teams all around the world and they're shifting people between projects. I remember getting a little bit of an insight into how their company works and they can get like a thousand devs to shift over to a project within like a month and like Jesus. just crank out <laughs> content like crazy because they'll set it up where they have everything that needs to be done in like the format mm. that they're used to. And then yeah. they'll just throw devs onto the project and then that'll get generated and then they go away. But kind of steals some of the fun nuance i feel of game design right where they're like yeah we can make these big massive projects that are loaded with content but it doesn't quite feel as clean or like like one dude with a cool vision is in control of it it just sort of feels like um a game designed by a committee you know yeah a camel a camel right is the uh, guys have you guys ever played the outer wilds i've seen videos did that's the puzzle game yeah it's a puzzle game set in space where i yeah, played a little bit but i never i didn't finish i need to because it, it oh, was man it was very that good game, that game spoiled me on exploration and just I mean, from a game design perspective it is perfect it doesn't tell you anything it just Nothing. is like go out there and explore just do it and then yeah, figure it out is that the like first... the mist approach to gaming a little bit, maybe, but it, yeah, man, for the first hour, you're just kind of scratching your head like what's going on here, but then you'll discover something and you'll go, oh, that's intriguing. And you just go down this rabbit hole yep. and then there's no upgrades or anything in the game. The only thing you can upgrade is your knowledge of how the universe in that game works. Hmm. Yep. So you'll discover something that'll just like flick a light bulb on. And you're like, oh, now I know how to get here and here and here and do this and that. And it's it's incredible because you can beat the game in 15 minutes if you know exactly what to do oh really wow the, the intrigue of that game is just figuring out what to do and your upgrade yeah the upgrades are just knowledge based and it's so fucking good it's like it's it's up there like i it's, it is one of those ones like i would love to play it again but once you know it you know it like, right. i wish i could wipe it from my mind mm. and jump into it again because yeah it was uh it's an experience and they have one of the best dlcs too, the uh, echoes of the eye i can't recommend playing these games enough outer wilds and echoes the eyes just incredible when it comes to uh map and game design the soundtrack's or, also fantastic too yeah yeah i'll no, have to look uh, that one up incredible. or yeah, put it on good. my list rather yeah i always saw the videos and i just didn't know what to make of it it just looked kind of wild and fun and cool but like it's hard to tell especially with a game that has that kind of knowledge or that kind of depth to it how do you convey mm -hmm. that in a video right how do you make that cool in a yeah. trailer yeah play it uh you know what give yourself a good two hours one day put some headphones on and just zone in yeah and like after two hours you know you'll know if you'll be sold or not yeah now a game that i'm i haven't decided whether or not i want to play it yet but i have been a fan of the movies is uh the robocop the new robocop game Oh yeah, I tried the demo. Oh yeah, what'd you think? You guys have you guys played it at all? I beat it. Yeah. Oh shit, you beat it. I the did. demo. I'll, like I'll, I'll play game? some game. I'll play some games over. He's a gamer. <laughs> that's a gamer. Yeah. Gamer. You don't yeah. travel. I I don't do anything <laughs> other than game. That's my, that's my one. It's my one quality, I guess. He wakes up. He turns on the computer. He turns off the computer. He goes to sleep. You know, just it's, Hello Kitty was, Island Adventure and yeah. everything else. <laughs> Yeah, RoboCop <laughs> was a pleasant surprise. It's, I mean, you played the demo, so you kind of had a a, a a gist of what it had to offer. Yeah. It was more of just the demo, but it had a surprising amount of you could you could tell that they were they 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 liked the franchise and and that they they, they sure. it had some soul to it. Yes, 
what caught me off guard is you're basically just playing as a giant tank who walks around and shoots people in the face. I mean, that's basically or in the nuts, right? That's that's yeah. the game. There um, is an appeal there. I get that. There is an appeal. So the combat isn't like, you know, it's not great. Um, but what was fun was is the story is just nonsense. You know, it's like it's it's RoboCop. That's that's but, what I wasn't expecting, at least from the demo. Like the first level, like going into a factory and shooting guys. I was like, that's amazing. This feels like RoboCop. And then all of a sudden I was at the police station. Yeah. I was like, wait, what are we doing now? Yeah. I gotta go talk to the chief. And then I gotta <laughs> yeah. go talk to a guy down here. Oh my God, they're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> so they, it, it's got, what's fascinating is that your decisions actually have an impact on the, the story, which oh, I cool. was not expecting. No. So okay. there's like two mayors and you kind of endorse one. Uh, if you, give people tickets or you interact with people that will affect the world and how the, you can give people tickets in this game. Are you traffic cop, RoboCop? No, you straight up, you, you, you literally will do like police work. Wow. Um, There's yeah. Um, Domestic disputes and stuff. You just show up and they're like, (laughs) yeah, now I want to give it another shot because I was kind of, I was turned off by the, uh, the art or the conversation again, like Starfield, the mannequins, it is more of that. So if, yeah. if you're expecting, it's it's definitely, and actually that's what it reminded me of, is it reminded me of older Bethesda games where, mm. but on like a smaller scale. So you're in like this little, you're in Detroit in a small section of it, and you're interacting with a lot of the same characters around the town. And so you kind of get to know them a little bit better with the side quests, and some of them are good, some of them are trash. Um, but it's just like a small, self-contained RoboCop little, like right. sort of RPG with, yeah, it's it was it was it was enjoyable. It's not a masterpiece, but it was a fun little surprise for me. How um how long is the game? It took me twelve hours to beat. I think okay, somewhere so around that's there. The, all right, perfect. Yeah, is so um, it wasn't too crazy. Is perfect. Ed? Is it like Ed two o two something? Ed two o nine. The the robot is he in it? Yeah. Ed 209? Uh, I think so, yeah. The guy Ed who's 20- like, present security clearance, you know, yeah, please present. Yeah, robot with the miniguns on the yeah, side. He's, yeah, he's in it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, 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 does, yeah. Does he waste some people because they don't have their security clearance? Um, There is definitely death that happens because of that robot, yes. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. That's like one of my favorite yeah. scenes in any movie from like oh the, my God, it's that era. Just the squibs going off on that mm-hmm. guy. I know, you're just like, how many bullets can one man take, you know? <laughs> I love the violence, yeah, just Robo, yeah, that movie just did not care. Yeah, with that director, like, Paul, Paul Verhoeven, Paul Verhoeven. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he did Starship Troopers too, which is one that I, I'm enjoying yeah. that game as well right now. That one's That's fun. right, yeah, that was, um, that came out a while back, we played it on the stream, and yeah, it was pretty solid, I was, I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it. Yeah, and everybody's just yelling all the lines from the film, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing like, my part. I'm it's doing like a tower defense. Like that's perfect for a star, yeah, Starship Troopers game. Yeah, yeah, great concept. That's cool. I yeah. guess yeah, yeah, he's getting all his movies made into video games now. Hey man, hopefully he's getting a check. Yeah, Mr. Sure, sure he is. Sure he is. Yeah, come on. Well, they got um Peter Weller's like he is the voice of RoboCop in the game, yep. right? Oh wow, so, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's so like I said, it's got it's got some soul to it, but it is it is jank. And if you were turned off by the combat or you were turned off by 
the woodenness of it that does not change at all okay, so yeah it does what if it, i'm not picking up on sale that seems like a good i, like, I uh, think it'd be a really good sale game for sure absolutely well, I know that company, they also made a Terminator game that kind of in the same vein, like it got a lot of praise. For I never I really never played that one. Good Terminator game. Yeah, I didn't either, but that's just. I also heard like good it. things about it as well. Wait, like based wait, off of wait, this. Which Terminator game? Because I did play one of them. I'd have to look it up real fast. Is it an old one? An old? Mm -hmm. Okay. New Terminator game. I might have to check that out. <clears throat> well, this I was did. a couple years ago. I played the old one that had the I think we were talking about it a little Matt that had the um the really good wasn't love it, scenes in it. Wasn't the, it just absolutely terrible, just nonsense. I like the story. Oh, yeah, the love yeah, because did you say it was like kept going on and on and on this love scene or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. It had like three minute long love scenes with like dead eyed characters in it. You're <laughs> just like, why why are we doing this, man? It's hot. But it's the story was cool. It's what I wish all the Terminator sequels had been was like mm. a good story to a good Terminator story too. Yeah. yeah instead they're all just like terrible like variations yeah so terminator resistance was the name of the game it came out in uh 2019 i have never heard of that yeah i yeah, think that's the, same, the game i played i think i played terminator AI. resistance yeah okay first person shooter yeah it was supposed to be pretty good uh like, the story it's, like, is good short... but it's it's jank um jank yeah all right I think it's based on how you're describing RoboCop. Um, I think it, it kind of yeah, has some of that same yeah. woodenness. Yeah, yeah. So if you really liked Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 from a like just film and narrative perspective, it does like what I think is the best continuation of that story of mm. any piece of Terminator content since Terminator mm. 2. Because I, th I wow. thought Terminator 3 sucked. I thought... Most of the sequels were kind of garbage and they just didn't, they kept like changing how time worked in the show. Yeah. Like, is it linear? Yeah. Is it like a looping timeline or is it different universe timeline? Like you got to pick yeah. one and like the writers just didn't seem to understand that there was a difference. That's why time just, travel sucks. They didn't know where to go. <laughs> yeah. They didn't know what to do, but this movie is cool. It, it's like, or this game was like focusing on the war of the machines, right? You are the resistance. That's cool. In like destroyed LA or wherever they are. I think it is LA. Um, and you, you got your purple plasma rifles and the hunter killer robots are flying over. Yeah. And so like that part of it was really cool, but it just was kind of jank the whole time through. So I was like, I love this story. It's too bad that it's connected to a relatively janky game. And mm -hmm. then, um, one thing that was great that I've already told Matt about, but you, you bed like three different women in the, over the course of the game. Yeah. That's and what I want my Terminator game. It's yeah! totally what you want, but they, they just, they play a, um, acoustic guitar version of the Terminator two theme song while it's happening. <laughs> And <laughs> the scenes are like three minutes long, and it you cut between Is multiple like positions or something. Like you start in different positions, and then the camera fades, and then you're in a different position, and you're just like, "What is happening right now?" This is a three-minute-long love scene with like mediocre-looking AI in the oh, game. Just, no. just pixels, just doing yes. this. Oh no! Uh, uh, it is worth. Just, I mean, I did a review for it back in the day, and I, I showed some footage of that. If you want to, some quick clips of uh, Terminator Resistance love scenes. Um, I think I'll pass, but thank you. Yeah.
but um wow, i I'm, i wouldn't I'm, recommend I playing it but the story really was something that i wish they had just done as a movie instead of a mediocre game you know what if there's a youtube video like someone's just taken all the cutscenes and slammed them together just probably has to yeah just listen to that like an audiobook <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh okay i got it there you go it's a good it story. does cool. successfully create that nightmarish future where there's you know these giant chrome robots rolling around and walking around that are just sole purpose is to kill you and you have to like scurry through the rubble like a rat you know to try and take him down it's fun yeah i guess that's what i heard about the game the praise was from the environment and yet how it felt like the old movies i guess robocop yeah. or something similar mm-hmm. yeah so when the all when the robots take over the world what do they do what do you, what do you what, like what's their end goal like what are they just gonna like chill like go on vacation like turn us into batteries <laughs> yeah that's my favorite plot you they know, just they like... just vibing they just just hanging out like once they've killed everyone like do they just kind of just relax like what's the end game that's what i want to know yeah you can spread out you, you know let's leave earth let's go to the way there you go only one planet yeah there you go well like, come on you know we were fun. talking last episode the best way for interstellar travel is to just digitize yourself right into a program and just send a little robot out there Sorry if you can yeah. hear my kids in the background. I um, was like, I think I hear a little, little, <laughs> little, little level cap back there. They are home from school and they are, yeah. Oh yeah. Rambunctious. Yeah. How old are your kids? Um, three and six. Oh, that's good age. Yeah. Before they, that's before they hate you. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. How old are your, how old are your kids? I got one. She's 14. She's 14. awesome. I can't complain. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, she's full on teenager right now. She'll be 15 in a month. So. Yeah. Okay, God I'm damn. getting a, I'm getting a preview with a three-nager right now, you know, so I'm getting yeah. the, <laughs> the the sort of what's in store for me. I'm like, this gets better, right? This is going to mellow oh, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it, you know, it's, it's a challenge, but it has moments. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's good to talk to other content creators who are also uh, dads, you know. I feel like the creator space is is interesting on uh it's such a demanding thing for most people and that it's like hey you guys like working 80 hours a week right all right you're gonna do great here you're like okay <laughs> you want to try to have a family I, I will say that that is what's nice that's what's nice about our group mm -hmm. is because uh you guys are, are very unique yeah uh and because there are a team of us like it we're able to kind of share the workload and you've been doing like that we, we used to i was used to joke with you guys back when you were kind of starting the Neebs gaming channel. And I was like, how is it splitting that, all that money, all those different ways, you know, you guys were like, ha ha ha, it's great, you know, but you guys have really done, uh, the channel's obviously grown huge. And how many episodes into your podcast are you now? Like a hundred something? I have no idea. Been doing I mean, it for a long time though, right? Yeah. No, yeah. We do a podcast every two weeks. Um, yeah. I have no idea what episode we're on. Yeah. But I'm not in yeah. charge of that. That's Brian. That's do you do you <laughs> Neebs gaming full time? Yeah. Yeah. And everybody there is full time. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, we're all full time. That's yeah, awesome. Cool. Producing stuff. Yeah, it's uh it's great. Because there's us. You know, we lost Tony. Yeah. I'm sure you guys saw yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, so, we did. Um, there were five and there are four of us. But now we have three editors and we got kind of a uh um Aztecia who's sort of our she she would hate me if I said this social media manager, but she does a really good job communicating with people because yeah. that's where that's where we are not very efficient. But yeah, Rod I Rod can Rod. relate. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an art so, form, yeah, man. We got, yeah. a, we got a good team. Yeah. No, and she's she's amazing. But yeah, we got Anthony, fantastic editor, Ada Hop, she's a great editor, and Jack. And then oh yeah, now we got um Slippy um Justin, who doesn't work with us at the office. He's remote. He lives in Virginia mm-hmm. and we're in North Carolina, but he's been doing some editing for us too. It's cool that you guys yeah. have an office for that too. You know, I mean, most people would just a, be doing yeah. it remotely and and whatnot. But that's a pretty sweet setup well, you guys got there. It's a, it's a tiny space, but we're only there, and the entire team's not there once. But I mean, the four of us are. Yeah. But the editors kind of come in and out based on whatever we are recording at the moment. But we only get together at the office twice a week. Oh, really? Time, Interesting. Yeah. The rest of the time, we're in our office or we're at home doing our editing well what do yeah. you do it is the office just to play or yes, is office okay. just for recording games and content okay gotcha oh, that'd be such a cool unique way of doing it it's literally a land party every every time you're recording matt all we, could, we could do it matt we, just move up like, here we like yeah. being together like you yeah know, when you can look at each other and yell at each other and throw shit at each other like that's it changes the dynamic a little bit for sure like, it makes me uh, it makes me envious man i mean that's like it's like People who didn't grow up doing the LAN party thing will never quite know the magic of getting together with a bunch of gamers in like a giant room and yelling at each other and, and doing yeah, all that stuff. About it. it just, yeah, it's a different energy because when, when COVID happened, we were separated. That was for the first time we had to figure out how do we record this remotely? Oh, interesting. I, you could feel it in our content. It's like, we're not together. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I don't know. There's just a, yeah, there's something about, of all being in a room that just has a better energy yeah. than being separated. For I can sure. See that. It's cool, man. I it's like um all the other gaming channels, I can't think of any off the top of my head that are in the same rooms doing their stuff together. I mean, maybe there's a couple podcasts or something, but uh, I think for the most part, everybody kind of groups up with their friends remotely and then you record yeah. your content and then yeah, that's kind of well. Uh, our whole situation is kind of weird and unique anyway, because we were, you know, short filmmakers and editors who just kind of were thrust into this weird gaming world. Well, you guys were all yeah. friends before you started this, right? Or, yeah. oh yeah. So, and most people yeah, we, who are we, going to be creating content, like they meet online, like Level, me and me, me and Level. Right. So it'd be really weird for us to team up in in a room, you know, when we're first getting started. But you guys, like you said, you came from a unique situation. So, yeah, we used to make, um, like local film festivals and stuff they'd have like 24-hour film festivals we used to do shit like that it's just like hey let's just get together and try to make sketches and have a good time and then uh yeah the internet popped up and it was like oh we can put stuff on here and then you know we got into animations um and then like i have one on my channel mad mad mario that blew up it was like oh animations about video games uh and we all started playing battlefield together it's like we should try an animation about uh this battlefield game we all like and then all the rest that, was like, history. Let's yeah, they, everybody channel. loved that, that so much. Fun. I'm surprised that like EA didn't want to fund uh, your seasons or something. They of Battle. Oh, they did. <laughs> we yeah, we had some talks with them, and but it always it, it always felt to us like, oh man, we're gonna be under their thumb if we. They'll be like, like could you not say the up. thing about? Right. Yeah. We oh about yeah. That. Because you, you know, guys, it's one of those things. Yeah, you yeah. rag on Battlefield half the time, and yeah. that's what people love about it is you're calling it out on the stupid stuff. Well, it's because it's relatable. Those yeah. th- those those dumb moments that happen all the time. 
few episodes that, would come out and you'd be like, fun. boy, this DLC sure is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I love this new progression system where you can unlock the new golden AK skin, you know? Right. The, yeah, that, that, that was a legit fear. It's just like, oh, That's no, fair like, enough, we're, we're going to become an advertising arm. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the prospect was cool because at the time they were talking about, you know, you would go to you would launch the game and you would go to the splash page and you know, maybe battlefield friends episodes could be on the sp splash page. Like that'd be cool as shit. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, at the end of the day, it was like, it wasn't the right decision for us. And also the complexity because Machinima helped us produce the first several seasons. Yeah. And oh, I so forgot. You guys had to buy they, it back they from they them, right? wanted to be involved too. Yes. We got it back from them because they shut down. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, the whole, th the whole thing's in a weird gray area because they're like, you know, oh, we own this franchise, but it's a it's a cartoon based on a game you don't own. Right. Mm -hmm. So can anybody really own this? Like, you know, yeah, we, you know, we, yeah, it's we, very it, weird. we weren't thinking like we're creating this great IP. It's like, no, we're just making a <laughs> dumb cartoon. Right. Or it got weird when, you know, yeah, EA, EA wanted to work with us. And then, you know, Machinima was also wanted to be involved. And it was like, this is just a mess. No, yeah. no, fuck this not worth the headache <laughs> you're like not it's not worth, worth it it's not going to make no. us enough and we're going to spend all this time and it's just going to be a pain yeah in the and butt. now you got you know you got more you know you're adding more chefs into the fucking kitchen yeah that's always oh, bad for that's the creative headache. process you know it yeah. always dumbs it down to I'm, something weird machinima is so weird i got uh, they created i was part of the, i think most content creators early on were part of the machinima network mm -hmm. and they created the machinima like media resource where you could get music and and royalty free stuff from them to make your content yeah. after they shut down i started getting striked on all my videos that <laughs> oh, use that content no. that, man i saw the writing on the wall we never used any of their resources oh. because that was our fear because yeah. yeah the entire thing was funded from venture capital money mm -hmm. so that was i mean you know they were like hey we're creating this resource you could use we we're like you guys have, haven't actually turned a profit mm-hmm you know, all of your funding is coming from investors. So See, what I, didn't, happens, I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's, so that's eye-opening. What happens when you guys realize this isn't financially viable, which I didn't think it was because, I mean, we're YouTubers. We're looking at the business. And you guys, okay, you got all this staff and you're just signing people on to yeah. this MCN. I can see how you think this might work, but good luck. No, mm -hmm. so, admittedly, if like if they assigned enough and they had enough big people, like the, the, the contracts, I don't know what your guys' contract, I was never with Machinima, but I was with another one and the contract was, I was very naive back in the day and it was like a 60-40 split or something like that. Um, yeah, which was crazy, horrendous man. compared to modern modern because they wouldn't do anything for me. No, they don't um, do anything. They just take 40% no. of your, your revenue. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After that was on YouTube, top of YouTube. Yeah, yeah that's can, after so YouTube yeah. takes his cut. So they're like, right. here, so we'll they provide even you with literally nothing. But that was the we'll only way to actually get like a contract Yeah, was yeah. through these big MCNs. So it's like, oh, I, this is what you have to do. And then you realize how much they're just slamming you into the ground. Yeah. And so if they did that to enough people, I could see it maybe being viable. But yeah, I, I, yeah. I clearly didn't work with Machinima. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, in... Yeah, long term, I kind of in the back of my head knew that the whole thing wasn't gonna, it was gonna collapse under the weight of itself. Yeah. But I mean, I, I can't not like the people we met there were really good to us and they, they gave us some great connections. So, you know, um, yeah, the people they, they working at the company were like very right. interested in all this stuff and they were cool. Yeah. And like, I still Most know places, some like of them. 
the heads didn't know what they were doing. And again, the entire thing is funded by venture capital money. So it's only going to last so long before they go like, well, this didn't pay off. Yeah. Well, but yeah, it's a, but yeah, that sucks. Machinima is the blockbuster of, uh, you know, the YouTube generation. They're like, remember that? Remember that company that existed and it was became completely obsolete after just a couple things changed. I mean, yeah, I understand. It's like, yeah, all of a sudden there was this huge rush to create, you know, okay, YouTube, you, these YouTubers are making money. What if we all package them? Yep. It's like, okay, who can, who, who can create the best package of YouTubers and monetize them and then try to help them out with their channel yeah. and make them grow. Like, I am so I glad it. that era is over, man. I, yeah. yeah, it was weird starting out. Cause I, I don't mind telling people, but I got like a $2 flat rate CPM, which for back then was, was pretty good. It and was that, incredible. That was yeah, before we, YouTube we, was monetizing uh, more for long videos. So you could just make a three minute video, whatever, and it would get like a $2 flat CPM on stuff. And, uh, I remember towards the end of my contract, the guy was like, so we've actually lost like this much money on you this year oh, because no. we're overpaying. And I was like, Oh no. Okay. Uh, that's when I knew things were like going down. I was like, and especially when I heard other people, new people were signing on with like these crazy rate splits. And I was like, you're giving them all this money for doing like, these guys don't really do anything for me. Like it's, it's crazy. Yeah. They promised the world. We're going to make you big kid. Yeah. Sign sign here, here and here. We own you. (laughs) A lot of people, I mean, it's funny because like a lot of big content creators came out of there, you know, and, yeah, no, oh, they, a, they do own you too. Like I tried to get out of my contract. They're like, no, you got, we got you for two more years. I'm like, oh, there's no way. And they're like, nope. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. That feels, that feels. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fun. yeah. I think they yeah. got hit with a couple of lawsuits later on. Cause they were a bit aggressive in what they're having people sign. They're like indefinite, like we own you type stuff. And, right. yeah. Yeah, and stuff. of course the the kids were signing it and then reading it, you know, a year later and being like, Hey, wait a minute. And uh yeah i guess it just wasn't totally legal or something was wrong with no, it yeah, yeah. Me shit going on i would never uh i never allowed any of my contracts to go more than a year mm. i was like that's, that's all that's all i'm ever that that's my cutoff that's smart yep like yeah i'll do a year and then yep. we'll see where we're at after that and they're yeah. like, i don't want to sign up for five years like no no i don't one year's fine <laughs> can you imagine five years if yeah. you, and then something happens and you're stuck oh honest to god it would completely like, change like your it could completely change your your trajectory on stuff, you know? Yeah. And also yeah. it's like, you know, I kind of looked at an MCN of like, no, you guys work for me. Like mm-hmm. if I'm giving you this split, I yeah. expect, you know, I expect you guys to do shit. And if a year goes by and I go, well, you guys aren't really doing shit, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was much better now because you just sign up, you hit the little benchmarks on YouTube to get monetized, and then you're monetized. It's not some political thing or you got to know the right people it just it activates and then you get big enough you can get an agent or an ad company to represent you and then they'll bring you the ads or whatever i guess it depends on your level but yeah yeah it's a bit of uh, feel like a lot of those agents the mcn people went to the uh, talent agencies yeah yeah we don't want to do shit but we want to sign you up we'll make you big in hollywood kid yeah (laughs) yeah sure but it's a little better where at least the agents only get paid if they bring you an ad, you know, that's true, yeah. as opposed yeah. to like, we'll just take a cut of everything. No, that's not how that works. Like 
you bring me an ad, you get a cut of the ad. Uh, so you actually right, have to right. do something at least. That's yeah, that, that's a better, that's a much better deal than a revenue split. Yeah, the insane revenue split with some hollow promise of like blowing your channel up. We're going to feature you and you're going to get so <sighs> much exposure, man. There's exposure dollars, right? That's oh man, I've made so much exposure bucks. <laughs> made so much money off of my exposure dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Currency. Yeah. I always <laughs> liked going to those game events where you're you're not getting paid to go there and like you're doing all this stuff for them and um and somebody there is always like calling you out on being like some some entitled rich influencer guy and you're like, I'm the only one here not getting paid to be here, guys. Like, come on. Like <laughs> literally everybody else who's putting on the show is getting like a big old paycheck to be here. Like, oh, you're saying like you're as a content creator, but then the people that yeah. are putting on putting actually on the show because it's an actual job. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Not yeah. that content creation isn't a job, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not getting an actual paycheck to show up to to make the content. Like I'll make something after I make the content and if people like it and I do my job well, but uh, right. as for, opposed for to being the Battlefield, the Battlefield one reveal, we I don't I wasn't I don't know if you guys were getting paid to go. Oh yeah, I got paid, sucker. You should have uh, oh, had paid. better representation, man. Yeah, I, I didn't get paid for that. So oh, the BF1 reveal. Okay, maybe not. Maybe not the BF1. There was yeah, two the BF1 events, and I can't remember one of them. I got paid for. Okay. We. I don't think we did, but I because well, um, ours was a weird situation anyway because there were four of us. Yeah, right. I'm sorry, at the time, five of us. So just the fact they were flying five of us out there was already like, what are you guys That's doing? Yeah, you fucking. Mind. It was yeah, the, the it was the one with Snoop Dogg. And Zach yes. Efron. That's oh, the yes. one that I did get paid to go to. See, I, I didn't get I paid for that. Yeah. I think. I want to say I did. Um, yeah. But it was yeah, through producing content for it. And I was like, I'm already going to be making content on the thing. So. Oh, I'm glad win, I win. went. Because you're right. Like the videos did very well. And that was what, you know, you, you want to. Yeah. You know what the payment is, isn't it? You know? It was an opportunity. Yeah. 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 You get secondhand sm uh, smoke from Snoop Dogg. I mean, that's yeah. uh, how often do you get that? Right. Life changing experience. <laughs> I was uh, I was with my parents. Like, that was funny. I remember getting that uh, that call that, um, hey, we've been invited to an event and we're going to play video games with Snoop Dogg. Mm hmm. <laughs> that event was, was so out of control. It was so ridiculous. Uh, Great. It I remember was, uh, yeah. I yeah, Zach Efron mom. was there. I oh, think Jamie Foxx was there, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Brent uh, Neebs was in charge of uh, training Jamie Foxx. Training. Oh, yeah. I got the uh, the game. Do you know who that is? The, um, is a the game? No, he's a rapper. Um, a rapper. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know. They're like, you got the game and everybody was all excited. And I was like, I don't know who that is. And I looked him up and it's like, it's like pretty hardcore, like gangster rap and stuff. I was like, okay. And he was a nice yeah. dude, but it was just yeah. like, it was just funny. I was like, I'll show you how to play Battlefield, Mr. The Game. And he's like, okay. No. Sure. That whole event was real. <laughs> yeah. I remember, do you, I'm trying to remember the name of the actor, but the dude who's, um, uh, the guy, the black guy from Too Fast, Too Furious and the Transformer movies. Do you know who I'm talking about? Z is that Zing Rames, is it? I have no idea. I haven't seen any of the really People, the Fast and Furious movies. Okay. Terry Crews was there. Terry Crews? Terry Crews yeah. was there. That was cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, one of the... Tony Lyon, if I remember correctly. I gotta look at... Is the dude from Too Fast, Too Furious... I just remember them saying... 
podcast. They told everyone else that wasn't like training Tyrese them. Gibson. That's his name. Ah, okay. yes. I remember him. So Tyrese was there. He was sitting like a computer or two away from me and like, he seemed really not happy about being there for whatever reason, but he had a boom box with him and he was loudly playing, which I assume was his R&B uh, record on it like really loud so everybody else could hear it That's, i'm the main character shit right there yeah that seriously is Good i thought, i didn't understand what was happening i kind of looked up a bit read up on him a little bit after the event and it was like i guess he's like trying to start his r&b career or something like that and so we did like, a battlefield one reveal yeah because yeah. i was like who's this dude playing his music super loud in the middle Game of like a gaming that. session oh, i just remember them saying don't talk to them <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. cool. I mean, we got you can talk to them, but just treat them like they're people, which is yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. well, obviously, yeah. yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, I, maybe I wasn't the part of the cool people crowd because I remember them just being like, yeah, don't, don't go talk to them. Yeah, like, don't okay. run up to them, and be like, oh my god, I love you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Don't be that just guy. be cool. I remember I ended up in an interesting conversation that night. Like once the event died down, I somehow ended up at a table and I was talking to the guy that was in charge of writing the contracts for the celebrities at that oh. oh was, yeah and i was like oh man you gotta spill some tea dude like you know what kind of shit's in there and i, I remember like in snoop dogg's contract i don't have a number but snoop dogg he got six figures for that Jesus. event of course. oh I'm, I'm yeah six figures for that event and in his contract is i can smoke weed whenever i want to and if that's I get in more, all I can... of his contracts i think like most yeah. of them yeah, uh -huh. but I, was, I was blown away. I can smoke, I smoke weed, I get, but if I get bored, I can leave. It's like that's in a contract you're giving. Wow, god damn, it's that's pretty amazing nice. to be honest. To nice be, to, be to have that dog. kind of pull, yeah, they're just like, uh, yeah, make sure you but put I mean, in, like, I can just leave at any time. You're like, oh, okay, for them. they created so much buzz just from the fucking Snoop Dogg memes. I mean, we're talking they about did. it now, you exactly. know, like yeah. that's how crazy of an event it was. You're just like, Zach Efron and Snoop Dogg were like five feet away from me playing battlefield one like yeah, i don't know what was stop. happening <laughs> yeah. right what are we doing here yeah that was another that was another imposter syndrome day like i don't belong in this crowd <laughs> oh man good times dude well um good. i think Silly we shit. do need to kind of start wrapping up the pod here because uh we are hitting some time blocks yeah, soon good i'm hungry yeah it's supper, it's supper time for me well um what's what's the real quick what's the future got in store for you man um, yeah, we're, well, we're jamming on some Neebs gaming stuff right now. Um, you guys know BattleBit, the game, right? Yeah, yeah. love BattleBit. Something fun coming out. Oh, BattleBit. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Yet, but uh, yeah, there's gonna be. I don't. I. I, I don't okay. have a timeline, but if not later this year, definitely early. Early next year, to either mid. Yeah, sometime. We'll have something fun on the channel. That's exciting. Cool. Cool. That's being worked on on the back end. But yeah, it's like we're still more seven days. Uh, a game called Enshrouded. Have you guys seen Enshrouded? I was going to talk. I was going to ask you about Enshrouded because oh. it looks good. Did you play the demo? I unfortunately did not know. Oh, my God. It's that's so solid. Oh, OK. I, All I right. Enshrouded, like, I mean, it just the, they put out a six hour demo. And after six hours, I was like, I want more. Sick. So I think Enshrouded is going to be going to be pretty big. Good. Cool. I, I love I love survival games, so. Yeah, and this one, this one's like playing a survival game mixed with Zelda. It's it's wild. I think it's going to be a big hit, but I mean that's coming down the pipe. So yeah, we're just keeping on trucking, man. You know, just having fun. Cool, man. Nice. 
Well, for anyone who uh, wants to check out more of uh, more of John and the Neebs crew, you can find the link to their channel in the video description. I'll put you in the title. There'll there'll be links all over the place. Wherever you hey, look, you can't hey, miss them. Neebs gaming, we're there. <laughs> Go watch his uh, his Mickey Mouse prostitute video. It's, uh, oh, yeah, you want to see it? That one yep. is. That's six episodes of Prostitute Mickey. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go watch the sequels to that pretty quick after You're this. Never gonna want to talk to me again. After this. <laughs> I mean, the first one had me laughing. So if it's kind of in the same alley, oh, I don't know. Good I, God! <laughs> excited about that. Thanks for coming on the pod. Um, yeah, it was good, good to talk to you guys again. It's been a minute. Yeah, for yeah. sure, man. For sure, and. Um, if uh, for anyone watching now, if you want to support the pod, check out our Patreon. Hit that subscribe button. Matimio needs those likes. We got to get those likes. And um, all of our money comes from you, Patreon guys. So we appreciate it. Matimio's body pillow collection is really getting out of control and it's it's not cheap. So it's not. What's your waifu's name? Uh, all Might. You hmm. answered that really quick. Yeah, I, that was super quick. I was like, Matt, I thought we were joking. <laughs> well it's because it's it's you know what i don't have to justify i don't have to justify myself continue you know you know you know hey live your life man yeah yeah, yeah. You can marry whatever you whatever you want dude <laughs> all right guys thank you so much for dropping by we really appreciate you thanks john again and Cheers, uh, man. oh wait wait matt our, our ending advice you need to give people advice so that they can live their lives you know with Oh Your yeah. Words All right. So I got, I got, I got one. I got one. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what is the most important step a man can take? Hmm. Hmm. A step forward. You would think it'd be the first step, but it's actually the next step. One step forward. Yep. The next step. Hmm. That's my advice. Okay. The great Dalinar. <clears throat> <laughs> all right okay that was better than last time that was better than thank last time thank you yeah, i'm improving <laughs> all right guys thank you we'll see you later take care